Hello. <laughs> oh, did I mess up? Oh, okay. no. No, no, yeah, no, no. Okay. It was fine. Matt, cool. Matt ruined everything, though. Quiet. No, it's, it's, it's fine. He just needs to get better at dive kick. But go, hang on. Give me a second. Give me a second. I need, I need a little bit of quiet. Uh, okay. Um, Everybody take a breath. Uh, I'm, I'm, Street Fighter, bring any. Uh, God damn bells? it. I said take a breath. Oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. I've got Jimmy by my side as always, and Matt Visual in here, who is quickly becoming a regular on this show. Um, hey. We also have a new guest, though. A wonderful surprise. Our friend Lee, aka goes by first on the internet. Not the worst, but the first. How is everyone doing today? <laughs> doing good. Yeah. Fine, good. thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am, um, let's see, we got 12 plus 7. 24, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 31 hours uh, awake so far, but um, I'm kicking. Great. I'm kicking in there. I'm holding up. I'm, uh, I'm a, bit, a bit shivery from uh, the video I just posted, but that's irrelevant right now because we're going to talk about the news. Wait, no, we're not. How we're going to talk about how our weeks were. I'm sorry. I'm a little loopy today, but it feels yeah, great. Yeah, I say you're skipping, skipping a big yeah, yeah. chunk of the... Well, well, you know that like um, all-nighter kind of euphoria you get like like oh, you yeah. just start feeling weird jolts yeah. of adrenaline like like yeah. you there are very few moments in my life where i give less shits than after i pulled an all-nighter <laughs> yep i i feel that uh, uh, is that different uh because I, I i tend to do a lot of all-nighters sometimes with uh games that come out uh, and i'll just play it for about two oh, days straight no uh, I, doesn't it get harder as you grow older uh, actually, kind of young. Soon. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I do it on bunny hop nights. On Wednesdays, I don't usually sleep, but um, I seriously do try to, you know, sleep if I have the choice. That's, that seems normal. <laughs> yeah, wow. I last game I that like I sleeping. like. <laughs> last game that I stayed up to play was Diablo three on release day, which I'm sure you can all understand how bad of an idea that was. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, Keep also, logging in over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, after we finally got the game working, I ended up getting about thirty minutes of sleep before work. Someone um, made after a video all about it. Yeah, yeah. and I uh, almost crashed several times in my drive to work, so that wasn't oh. a good idea. So don't do that. Oh. <laughs> Make sure you have a day off before you uh, before you all nighter to play. Before you take game. a night off. <laughs> Make sure you don't play Diablo three ever. Um, so, so Lee, PSA. how how's yes. the uh, year week been? You've been kind of quiet, so let's get you uh, let's get you nice and warmed up here today. Uh, I've my week's been great. I've been uh, I think I could talk about this. Uh, yeah. A game theory just went up that I edited. Oh, really? Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the, super uh, cool. Episode on Peach, correct? Yeah, the the one where Peach is dead. It, it went up today, the day of this mm -hmm. recording. Right. And so this will be that'll be yesterday to anybody listening this yeah. <laughs> when it comes out. So you should all go watch it and like it and favorite it and subscribe. So and comment and say and that he is the best. <laughs> what did they uh, theorize about Peach? Um, it, it was basically it was it was the second part of a two parter, mm -hmm. and like the whole the whole theory is that the Mario universe is a cyclical, like multiverse of craziness <laughs> where every like single game and every single life that you have in that game is a different universe. Oh man. Uh oh. And Rosalina is from one of those other universes and through some Einstein-y nonsense <laughs> ended up in Super Mario Galaxy. I think that's a good way to describe most of the uh, <laughs> most of the game theory. Like the theory is like through some Einstein-y yeah. nonsense, we arrive at the conclusion. I 
think my mouse just died, which is gonna be a problem because I'm not in the window with the outline right now. Um, I'll tab that shit, buddy. <laughs> I'm on a Mac. Well, um, oh. Mac oh. tab. I don't know what you, you <laughs> Mac freaks <laughs> do. Uh, I, I'll be good. We're fine. Okay, We're good. so anyways, that, that sounds... Like it could actually adequately describe Nintendo franchises, because uh, <laughs> when when you look at most of them, like the Zeldas and the and the Pokemons, and um, I'm fucking sleepy right and, now. And the other ones, the other ones, the, the Star Foxes, they just kind of remake each other over and over again. A lot of people, a lot of people think it's a big problem, uh, but uh, mm -hmm. maybe it's all because of a. Um, weird alternate uh, <laughs> interpretation or reality a cyclical nightmare that will never end yeah maybe it's maybe it's nintendo being uh wanting to make a lot of money or maybe they just have the most well-designed and interesting in-depth lore that none of us have understood yet no maybe that's the real reason no <laughs> everything is in reality something they've been planning since the 80s great every <laughs> single thing Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture me in the shower, like looking at the ceiling and going, whoa, everything is reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking yeah. of George going crazy, mm -hmm. yeah. I uh, hear you played PT this week. Yes, yes, I did. I uh, went over to a friend's house who has a PS4 mm -hmm. and I played her PT. Um. <laughs> No, no, we just, uh, it, it was really fun, actually, because, um, she had a few friends over, and we all gathered around the scary horror game, and, uh -huh. um, it was like, it was almost like a family game night, like, everyone was shouting out weird things to do, just to see if it would work, because mm -hmm. the, the solutions that work your way to the quote-unquote end, and then later on, the grand reveal, are, uh, kind of obscure, and, right. uh, they, I, I thought it was cool as hell, actually, like, I really liked how it had, um, kind of an a lot of offbeat quirkiness inside of an otherwise very effective horror atmosphere and I thought that was mm -hmm. really true to the Silent Hill um, franchise like you have these moments where James goes into a uh, elevator and suddenly there's this like super cheery happy game show announcer just kind of making a surreal absurd parody of this horrible situation that he's in and and I mm -hmm. uh, gotta say I, I, st I feel it I feel uh, like Silent Hill is finally in good hands again yeah, I I haven't had the chance to sit down and play the entire thing just by myself, like for for me because I don't have a PS4. It's surprisingly fun with people. It's it's something that I'm very interested in learning more about because just like uh, we watched a couple videos on like how, like cracking the code to so what the like <laughs> real ending like how you're supposed to get it and everything. Right. And just looking at how that game plays and everything, and I watched a couple let's plays of it. It's it's really it's really really well designed it's like really it was like yeah i hate to be like a parody of myself right now but uh -oh. goddamn that the level design in that, in that game <laughs> sunder gamer more like blunder gamer okay okay no but really like it, it was interesting because a few months before pt came out me and alex were talking and i was like you know what'd be cool is if they did like a horror game that was like in a place the size of this office because like our office is like pretty small so like they would have to use they have to like make the most of everything in order to like make the game lengthy and interesting yeah and, like that's exactly what pt is like everything it's it's like that whole like Chekhov's gun principle where like if there's a gun in the first act of a play it better have gone off by the third act or it's wasted mm -hmm. kind of deal yeah like 
everything in the first room that you walk through in PT is used and that's, throughout uh, the rest of them. That's, and that's... it's like modern so it's, it's sleek they are uh, yeah. they, they did a lot of thinking with portals yes Ooh. it's uh, it's so good it's so good there's little things like walking by a potted plant the first time is like okay that's a potted plant and then like three times later you're like fuck is that a potted plant or is it gonna <laughs> kill me is it gonna disappear and reappear like i don't know it's really it's it's smart it's really smart i had a lot of trouble um getting the ghost to show up though well, I mean, everyone has trouble, like, getting the thing to end, but I think oh, um, yeah. during our whole entire session, which I think was about an hour and a half, um, we only got uh, got grabbed by the ghoulie once, and I don't know if that was supposed to happen more or not. It's kind of hard to uh, tell in this isn't game. Isn't some sort of, like, uh, if you fulfill some sort of, uh, like, just objective in the game, she can't hurt you? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Is that how it works? I, I We're think. talking about the, uh, the Lisa kill, right? Like, the, like, the jump scare kind of kill if where she's all up in your face. Yeah. The paint I, I, I think it, they're going by slender pieces. rules here, where it uh, mm -hmm. determines uh, your your win and fail state by where you're looking and how you're moving, and you have to time those movements to music musical cues. But uh, in order to finish it, you also have to like be in the right place and look at the right thing at the right time. So mm. you kind of you, th there is a really weird game strategy. Uh, to develop here and like what is a kind of modern walking simulator type deal but yeah. uh, I, I still only I, I didn't get as many uh, ghoulie grabs as I guess I was expecting <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, it seems like a lot of that has to do with people looking in the right direction for some of the scares when mm -hmm. it comes down to uh, I was watching this playthrough and uh, with Jesse Cox and there was mm -hmm. a point where um, something was it, there was a word said it said hello on the wall next right. to the oh, picture yeah. I remember that right and then all of a sudden the H will go away then mm -hmm. it will go to the opposite wall that would mm -hmm. eventually spell hell and yeah. for some bum, reason bum. they looked in the in the right direction at the right time and they got that scared they're like oh my god like this is crazy I wonder yeah. what would have I, happened if they didn't even see that like, I think that's just smart game design like yeah it's, it's a risk that developers take Half-Life did it where, like, you could just totally ignore their quote-unquote cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> scripted events. But I guess what's yeah. what's cool now that we're in a post-slender world is that developers aren't as afraid to uh, track the player's field of view and their head movements. Because mm -hmm. I think um, a lot of cool things can uh, can be accomplished with that. Like, have you guys played... I think it, it was something called, like, Nightmare House. Like, it was some kind of really cheesy Half-Life 2 horror mod. But they had no. this really <laughs> cool moment where every time... You, you were stuck in a locked room, right? And okay. you would have to walk to a certain point to trigger an event, but once you turned your back to the other side of the room, the wall would get closer. And eventually you Whoa. would turn around a few times <laughs> and be like, what the hell's going on here? And every time you would notice the walls getting closer and closer in on you. And it was really cool. And uh, hmm. I like uh, I like, I like like uh, those gimmicks. Like, I, I recognize the gimmickry, but I like... I like a slathering some gimmicks across my palate every now and then, you know? It's well, not that bad. Like, I don't know. I think I think the thing is, if it's executed well, a like gimmick is like relying on something. It's yeah. like it can be, uh, you know, a concept that like when you hear the concept, you're like, that would be cool if it's done right. I think it's gimmick when it's not done right. But like there was a lot of stuff that, that PT did that's like you can go into the realm of like gimmick E, I guess, if you want to say it. But I think they just did all of it right. There's like so many 
So many things, like, the whole, like, you go through the door and you loop thing, like, that can be like, oh, it's a gimmick, it's all in the same room, but, like, I don't know, it just, it just ended up being real good. I think there's a lot of stuff that, like, even if you get the full experience, like, even if you get to the, the quote-unquote end, mm -hmm. I feel like there's, like, the average player will miss, like, 50% of the things that are in there because they're designed around, like, well, if they go this way right here, they'll see this scare, and if they go this way, they'll see this scare kind of, like, deal. But I, I could be wrong, but that's what it feels like to me. It's kind one of. the heck of a big demo, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well, that's funny that you say that, because it is just that one hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing is, it's... <laughs> I was so taken aback by how well designed it is. It's, like, better than most actual full finished horror games. It uh, compresses well. Agree. I don't I know about that, though. Uh, uh, I like... Uh, yeah, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. If you're looking for, like, well, like, like yeah, a gamey game... Like, if you're looking for, like, something that's going to scare you, I think PT is just, like, better than most horror games just as a demo. And I, I, it makes me excited to see what the Silent Hills is going to be. I mean, what's the purpose of playing a horror game if you're going to... I don't know, like, after a while, you play the horror game in the beginning, you might be scared, and then eventually you kind of get, like, uh, I'm not that scared anymore. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, it's the same thing over and over again. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, you, you, you figure out the game's deal. Right, and, and it's, yeah. it's like when a monster is chasing you over and over again... I, I think it's w once it kills you over and over again, you might get tired of it. Oh but my if god, it's yeah, I totally just agree. Out of reach, just out of reach, right when you crawl into that hole or whatever to get away, yeah, that is the scariest moments right there. Like, yeah. like unpredictability, I think, is like a horror game's greatest asset, and that's kind of what kills mm -hmm. Slender for me is that once you figure yeah. out how to play a game with him, <laughs> once you like know the rules, you're mm -hmm. you all of a sudden go from trying to survive to this weird sportsman like mentality, <laughs> right? Um, we're, we're like, oh, well, I just have to turn around now and now to make sure he doesn't get any closer, and that'll allow me enough time to go over here. Like, it becomes a game again and not a yeah, not like a not a horror fight. experience, right. not a fight or flight, a uh, a game. That actually yeah. did kind of happen to a degree with Amnesia: The Dark Descent for me. Oh yeah, though that that is without a doubt mm. my favorite horror game. There were parts where it was like, there's like there's this one part. It's it's everyone quotes it as like the scariest part in the game, but like really wasn't that scary to me. Yeah, there was there was other parts that I felt were more horrifying, but like you're in the sewer and there's a monster that just doesn't move and he's in your way, but there's like two paths and you have to like pick up like a physics rock and drop it and then run around the other side of the tunnel so he goes over there and you can like escape him. And the first time I did that, he like went over there and then as I got to the spot where I was going to, he turned around and just like booked it and just decked me and I was like, "Oh, Wow, he's the, the, much faster all, all than I thought. All the fictional games have that problem where the monsters are like, they have really great designs. They're like scary to look at. They're they're scary yeah. to hide away from and they're yeah. scary to be chased after. But once yeah. you get one good look at them, yeah. like if they happen to walk underneath the light in full view of you, like they can smear the screen with as much blurry insanity shit as they want. But they uh, they don't animate well in motion. Mm. It's not it's not that it was just the fact that he like killed me and then I had to do the same thing again and I kind of like already had three quarters of the experience like in my head from just doing it. So like I dropped the rock and he went over there and then I did the same thing and it wasn't like as engaging as if I would have done it the first time and like just barely got away, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that that's actually a problem that I have playing horror games like I can't play them because they're not scary to me because it, a lot oh. of developers try oh, okay. to do that sort of 
Yeah. <laughs> we 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 well, got to do that like, over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're intentionally being creepy and uh, things will kill you if they catch you, which is why I really I really like the idea of PT. Mm. Because like it's messing with you and and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really can't wait for what yeah. Silent Hills I've never played Silent Hills, but I'm definitely getting oh, this game. Oh, you haven't? No, I have not. Oh my yeah, god. I haven't, played, I haven't played Silent Hill either. Oh, we should totally Neither have a Silent actually. Hill night. What? Oh. What's the deal? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I don't I'll know. I'll just go to Georgia real quick. Uh, uh, start <laughs> oh, start with two, go to four, and then uh, then quit it off there, except for Shattered Memory. Shattered Memory is pretty, pretty fun. I'm probably just going to start with... The new one because I trust that mm. one more than I trust the old ones. What? But but they're Silent Hill two, three, and four. Some of the best. Some of the some I, of the greats. I think I was just I'm just my thoughts on horror games are tainted by the fact that I played Fear two. But that's not a horror game. That's a shooter with I, horror I, elements. I know, but it's marketed like a horror game. I just don't. L- look anyway, look at me. You guys are like rustling my George. feathers. <laughs> D- look, look in my eyes, man. Look, look at what you're doing to my soul. I'll look in the eyes of your Skype picture. Okay. Well, that, right. that, that works too. That works too. Um. So I guess I played PT. Uh, Matt, right. what did you play? <laughs> uh, um, well, I played a little bit of Hello Kitty again. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. And uh, I <laughs> played job. a lot of Dark Souls uh, this oh, week Oh, shit, well. really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting prepared. I'm getting prepared to, Prepare. to, to, to beat that game, but... I'm, Good luck, man. <laughs> I played Demon Souls. I mean, I got a PS3 just to play Demon Souls. Wow, and I not beat a bad it. game. And 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 I enjoyed it, but like now I didn't. I skipped through Dark Souls, and now I'm at Dark Souls Two, and I'm a little bit scared to get fully fledged into the game. I feel like I've, it's like man, I have to learn this all over again. I have to worry about things popping up over in the corner and <laughs> killing me and losing all my souls. It's like sometimes yeah. you just you feel like you're not ready for the game. You you, you need to ease in, or just just wait until you're more comfortable with losing a lot. You know. Kind of like uh, when you play a roguelike <laughs> and you have all these items, or yeah, and then you just die. You're like, no, no, <laughs> I don't want to feel that feeling right now. What have I done? You yeah. just gotta, no. just gotta enjoy it and uh, and pay mm-hmm. attention to what you're doing. Take in the environments, but also uh, stay cautious, stay slowly, play defensively, but don't keep your shield up because you'll run out of stamina really fast when you need it. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I it's just the you voice gotta... acting, though. I I think the voice acting is. Really good. It, it Are kind we of talking blends. Dark Souls one or two? Two. I okay. I mean, okay. like, I don't know if it's like <laughs> superb, but it the story kind of adds to the experience. I really I like know. the cat lady. <laughs> My yes, uh, yes. She's she's fun. Cat. She's fun. No, no, she's okay. She's just fun. Uh huh. <laughs> My gauge on whether or not I like voice acting is: is this better than Super Mario Sunshine? Oh my god. Well then That's what's not that hard. bad voice acting for you? Super Mario Sunshine. Has there ever been anything since then that has has Oh oh sorry, sorry. That has okay. bottomed no, it's it? Fine. Has has anything has, has like gone below yeah. sunshine? Uh you know what? No. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Maybe that's a terrible gauge then. Well, it's about, either zero or Resident ten. Evil One. Nah, nah. Resident Evil One has has great charm behind the voice acting. Silent Hills, they don't have good voice acting, but a horror game with bad voice acting, that's not really a problem because it just makes yeah, it more creepy. More ex- that's more expected. 
It, mm. Yeah, and, and it's kind of effective too. <laughs> Are we talking uh, about yeah, House of the take Dead here? This key. House. Of <laughs> Wait, what? Who is that? Yeah, that was me. Oh, no, oh. it wasn't. It wasn't bad. <laughs> that was great. You should have done Mario Sunshine instead of whoever did Mario Sunshine. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Jimmy, I don't know who what? you would have been. What? <laughs> Jimmy, what have you been playing this week? Uh, just just Dust Force. That's not, I, that's not a bad thing to play. No, it's it's not a bad thing to play, but I haven't been playing anything new. I have, it's on sale for $2 today. Oh, Pick it yeah, up, folks. yeah. It's today's last day. <laughs> if you go on Humble, the Humble Store, you can get DRM-free Dust Force for 2 bucks. Which is like the best investment you'll ever make in your life. Trundle <clears> onto <throat> that me. humble bundle. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm still okay. Here's a here's a gauge of how good Dust Force is. I, I guess good people are gonna take that relatively, but like, I'm still enjoying the heck out of it. I'm 65 hours in, and I have not That's unlocked the last world. I haven't unlocked all the levels in the game yet. Uh, I'm still $2. trying to like yeah. For two dollars, do you consider that value? Um, well, <laughs> I consider pretty much any game for $2 value, but... For like, the soundtrack alone, though, is worth $2. Yes, definitely. Just turning on the game and listening to the soundtrack is worth the $2 yes. that you'll spend on it. Also, it has literally, without a doubt, the best map maker that I've ever used in a game ever. So, so like, there's that. You heard it here, folks. $2, 65 <laughs> hours, fun game, best map maker ever, soundtrack's freaking great. 65 hours so, is only my time. There are people who have like 1400 hours clocked into it. <laughs> so I, I've seen you stream that sometimes, Jimmy, mm -hmm. but I still don't exactly know what that game's about. Uh, it's okay. Quick, quick <laughs> synopsis. You synopsis. Are, you are a parkour janitor set to clean up the world. <laughs> I love it already. Does, does that not sound like the best game you've ever heard of? It it's, sounds like it, an 80s action movie. It, it's I mean, it's satisfying because you peel. Because what? You, you know that, that really awesome feeling of peeling something? Uh, like a <laughs> like you're talking like fruit or something and you peel it off well, and it's like... Well, the, the best, the, the highest tier peel is um <laughs> a, a, a screen protector on a new electronics <laughs> yes. device. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that, that feels so good. That's what Dust Force feels like. That's Yeah, that's actually a really good way to put it. It's also the only precision platformer that I've ever played that's like ridiculously tough as nails hard and also relaxing at the same time, which is insane. So go buy this insane game. Two dollars. <laughs> Two dollars. You have your whole life ahead of you. Still on sale. Uh, it, like, by the time this podcast goes up, you'll probably have like eight hours left to get it on sale. Yeah. For Two dollars. You could buy nothing in particular or Dust Force. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, seriously, you can get half a gallon of gas or you can get dust force. Jimmy, uh, did you ever have a situation where you miss a little, little, little piece of dust and you <laughs> forget just it and you just it. go back and take that dust away and mess up your time? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Those, you mean like the moment where you're like, this run is going so good. And then like you f you're flying by a platform and you're like, what's that? And then it's just like a little, piece a of little, little speck of dust. Yeah, no. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Um, but but enough enough about yeah. dust. You what know is, what uh, I did not is, ask for? Uh, what is a Mad Cat's keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> I found this out that I have segue. had a Mad Cat's keyboard since high school. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. I know, right? Like, uh, it's kind of like um, finding out that you have a nice, uh, a nice Chevy or something, and you <clears> open <throat> up the hood and you see some w- weird logo you don't recognize, and you look it up and you find out it was actually a to- to- Toyota <laughs> subsidiary. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I point is, I spilled coffee on my keyboard. Womp. And uh, it got all sticky. I, I tried to work with it for a while, but eventually it started pretending like I had my control key held down. So I was like, I should probably tell Twitter this. And yeah. you were you were right there, buddy. You knew uh-huh. exactly what I needed. You you uh-huh. let me know right away. <laughs> you you are a great friend. Because when I, I spilled coffee on thing. my keyboard, you were... You were there for me, dude. I was there for you, dude. Let me tell you a thing about having the smallest desk in the world and the biggest keyboard to put on top of that desk. You were describing you nowhere, my own hell. You when I nowhere, die, that's where I'm gonna go. <laughs> you have nowhere to put your drink other than directly between your hands and your keyboard. There are no other desks or surfaces to put this drink on, and so the drink always ends up right in between your hands right in front of the keyboard you might as so what happens when you're reading a thing and you get so excited and just need to type a response very quickly you knock the fucking drink all over your keyboard did you knock a drink over your keyboard while you were so excited to respond to my twitter post about I, knocking I a drink on my keyboard how perfect would that have been but no i didn't it would have been I, like the the opposite like the worst possible thing to happen <laughs> but the best possible thing to happen it would have been incredible I, it would have been like worthy of its own episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> the keyboard <laughs> spill. Yes, the keyboard <laughs> spill. Um, um, but yeah, I, I've spilled maybe maybe five to ten drinks somewhere around there on my keyboard in the past year. So I I know how to deal with it now. I actually have like a sizable bottle of rubbing alcohol that like I keep on hand just for that purpose. Yeah, I, I had to uh, walk out of the other room and dig to the back of the closet. That's where my rubbing alcohol was. Um, Weird. Yeah, because I haven't had to use it in a while. But anyways, hmm. um, <laughs> I have a Mad, Mad Cat's keyboard and I don't d- didn't know that because my whole life it's been called a SciTech Eclipse keyboard. I really love this thing. I bought it in, <clears throat> I bought it in like 2006. Like if I want a keyboard, I just want a regular like normal keyboard and that's what this thing is it's just a, like mm-hmm. super durable no fancy buttons just a good quality keyboard that's that's built to last you through the years it's not mechanical or anything but it's probably like as far as non-bullshitty ex-gamer anaconda stretchy 90 dollars razor triple x edition keyboards go <laughs> this is uh not one of those oh. like, like a nice 60 dollar you know man's man keyboard and I mm. loved it. It has a nice blue glow in the dark that you can turn off if you're an adult. And um, I look up, I look it up now, and I find out that SciTech is no longer making keyboards. But I found wow. out that this same keyboard is still being sold under Madcats now. Now it's called the Madcats Cyborg <laughs> 2 Pro keyboard, mm. and uh, they changed the LED color from blue to red. And this is important because um, it's more or less the same keyboard now except the a bullet point changed on the web web page for it and i don't know if i can buy it because of this um they gave the uh the keyboard a red color which means it might be a little little harsher in the dark than on blue but the bullet point Mm -hmm. underneath it says it's a stealthy red for perfect night vision 
I, I can't. I can't buy it now. Like, like number one because it has the Mad Cat's name on it. Number two because are you fucking kidding me? A stealthy rifle for perfect night vision? You think I'm? You think I'm an idiot? I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I don't. I don't have to listen to that. That. No, Trip, you don't. Triple. That, that, what am I trying to say? Ugh. I, I can't even think straight, because, like, wh- wh- who came up with that? <laughs> why why'd they gotta do that? Stealth Red, man. Stealth Red. I, I don't need night, night vision, because the keyboard glows red. That's like... You know the color that they use for flares? <laughs> and orangey gold blast? Stealthy for night vision, man. Right. I don't know. Like, like... Uh, and come on, like whenever you see night vision in in a video game or a movie or something, it's always green. green. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. That, that wouldn't even. There's so many things wrong with this. I just can't handle it. Um, let's talk about the news. Wait, uh, hang on. Oh yeah, yeah. What is what is uh, Lee been playing? We we talked about his his game theory editing. But what yeah. has he been playing games wise? Uh, I've been playing much. I've been playing a lot of Lethal League. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lethal that, is, League. that game is awesome. Mm. Mm. Um, I agree, a lot. Like, there's really nothing else you can say about it. It's awesome. You should go buy it. Yeah. And See, uh, you're Cicada. a concise man. I would have said yeah. that in like six paragraphs. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't mind talking about Lethal League for like six paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think you guys more. have already done that, but I, we pretty much do every week now. Yeah. I think every week we talk about the same shit in the opening thing. We talk uh, that, about that PC and Lethal League shit, and GGPO. Um, because uh, everyone, I haven't heard a single bad thing about Lethal League yet. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. I I usually don't like games that you play expressly for multiplayer. I'm very much a story oriented person, but this is so good and so mm. fun, and like it's the only word I have to describe it is hype. Just yeah. go play it and have a hype time. It's not proper grammar, probably, but have a hype time. It's perfect. Yeah, it is proper. Oh, I uh, have actually. Speaking of hype, I started a new Bayo run, going through oh. Bayonetta again, and and my God, like. Oh, I thought we were talking about Beowulf. No, no, no. <laughs> just uh, did they? I think they did. I think they, they made did. a Beowulf uh, game based off yeah. the Angelina Jolie movie. <laughs> yes, but, um, they did. It's called Beowulf the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Dante's Inferno, the game. This is whew, okay. Let's Ooh. let's move uh, out of there um, before we go on that. No other no other game makes me smile as much as Bayonetta does. I just feel so warm and and happy and loved whenever whenever I I pop in a Bayonetta. I need to play that. I need, mm. I need to play that one you could, day. You could come over to my house. We could eat Oreos and have some milk. It would uh, oh, it would be so fun. I, I can't <laughs> wait till the Legend of Korra comes out. Mm. We we could get some Cheez-Its and ask our moms if we could sleep over. (laughs) You could bring some some one of your controllers and we'll find out they don't work on my console. (laughs) It'll be like what comes out the same day as Smash. That's such that's like a perfect. Oh, that's a thing going on these days. Have you guys been watching? Oh, sorry. Have you guys been watching the leaked stream of uh, Uh, someone got a hold of the Smash? I know people. I've been trying to avoid yeah. what i could yeah. like i know Definitely. i already know a lot about the game there's not like much and, and you don't want to know much me. if you're looking yeah. forward to a game you don't actually want to be following it closely yeah that's that's, that's the thing is like like working on the the pokemon channel it's like 
I can never be like surprised by anything on a future Pokemon game ever and again. That, that's that really sucks because being surprised of a of a new thing in your life that you like it it makes mm. it amplifies the effect. Yeah, for you, sure. you like it more if you don't see it coming because you're like, whoa, I didn't expect that, and uh, <laughs> and it turns out like, oh, cool, they delivered on my expectations as opposed right. to not expecting. <laughs> like I don't know, there's there's just stuff in Smash that I would. I, like okay, here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. There might be stuff that's in the 3DS Smash that we just have zero idea about, and I hope that there is because I don't want to just be like getting the game and then have it be essentially me grinding to get the stuff that I already know about and then being not surprised when it happens. Like I hope that there's still at least one or two surprises that I can like yeah. look forward to. You know, mm-hmm. I think that leak that happened a couple months ago. I guess it was just like a month ago. I think that was the worst thing that could have possibly happened. Yeah. And it's like, like, there's no way that we could have, like, avoided it. Yeah. Everybody, like, saw it and they're just like, oh, well, I gotta, I gotta look at it. I mean, smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to keep away from Metal Gear for that reason. Uh, they, there is Gear. no leak yet, but they're, they're opening the floodgates and I gotta stay away. And, mm. uh, I have, a, they're opening so many floodgates. Like, I think, Today, I saw a link on um, the internets that said full CQC move guide for Metal Gear Solid 5 released. And I'm like, come on, that's wow. that's an in- <laughs> discovering those moves is part of playing the game and getting good. Yeah. And uh, why would someone spoil that for themselves? Seriously, I have a feeling they're going to announce a date soon. And I have a feeling it's going to be soon because why would they uh, put something like that out unless I am mistaken? And it is a leak unless uh Unless um, they're preparing to let it out soon, which That's uh, kind makes of crazy me kind of nervous. Mm. That always seemed like it's, it was so far away. I don't know why. Just like Japanese dev cycles it's, have it's always that, been. It's uh, that E3 2013 trailer. Yeah, because as yeah. for me at least, that was one of the best trailers. That might be the best trailer I've seen since like Zelda 2004. Mm. Are, like, are you talking, talking the the nuclear one? Uh, no, the or, um, the one before the, that. Whoa, <laughs> pride does so the do their blackened hearts and the thirst will be quenched with hypocrisy so oh God, what I'm I getting want, goosebumps what I want what, because what do you want? this podcast is a thing that you download and you have the audio file of mm-hmm. I want somebody uh, by the next time we record to have made the trailer and cut in George's voice oh singing God. that part. No, no, because um, if, if we watch it together, I will sing along. That, I like it. Okay, like well, it, I guess it, I have it. It, it will happen. It will happen. We just gotta I still want make that to be like a video on the internet for everybody to see. Just like the music cuts out just at that part, so we can just hear <laughs> George's solo voice singing. All right. So I think um, I think we should uh, hurry up. We've we've been bullshitting for a while now. When there hey, is a I mean, news that's to what report. It's all about. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But uh, but something <laughs> big happened. Just a couple days ago. Ooh. Has has anyone been playing Destiny? No. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I don't <laughs> no, no, no Destiny fans. <laughs> nope. If it was on PC, I'd play it. Well, yeah. you know what? You guys are well, losers because... Uh, that, that, that means you still don't count. Because Destiny <laughs> sold over $500 million into retail on day one, making it the best-selling new video game IP of all time, <laughs> according to Activision Investor Reports. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot, and no one I know really cares. <laughs> uh, Isn't that Alex weird? Does. Alex oh, cares oh, a lot. Okay, okay. Well, I think I guess the schism is people who like uh, like Borderlands, 
Because that's yeah. the reason why I can't get hyped for Destiny, because it looks so Borderlandsy, and I just cannot stand Borderlands. I no, that's the but thing though, is that... I like Borderlands, but like and I'm sure I would love Destiny. I just I see it as Halo Borderlands. And I just can't what's, get that out of my head. What's wrong and with it's, that? It's like what's wrong with Halo? No, Borderlands? There's nothing wrong with that. That's the thing. Is like what's wrong nothing with wrong us? with that at all? Why? Why it's like, <laughs> did we not contribute to the best-selling new IP well, of all time? What, I, what's I think the, the first thing would be to buy do console? any of you guys have a PS4 and an Xbox? Well, aren't they making no. um, last-gen <laughs> versions too? Oh yeah, actually, I don't know those consoles either. <laughs> I will say. They are not making a PC version, so uh, that's like minus fifteen points for me ever getting it anyway. Yeah, I I'm utterly and totally convinced they will eventually do a Wait. PC version. Eventually, are you sure they're? I don't think so. I PC version was con- was. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't think well, so. I, I think uh, it's gonna stay on consoles. I I, I too I, would I not be surprised. Uh, I would not be surprised if it happened like a year out. Yeah, like mm-hmm. um, like like the usual, like almost everything's playable on PC. I guess it just kind of depends on how much they want to use it as a driving force for selling next gen consoles, current gen, whatever we're calling it nowadays. Mm-hmm. So GTA Five is still the best selling game ever with a record of eight hundred million on day one, but Destiny now beat Watch Dogs' record, which weirds me out because I actually played Watch Dogs on day one. Right. Uh, granted, it was a review copy, so I didn't contribute to those numbers, but um, <laughs> still, like it's incredibly weird to read something like that. The, the best-selling IP in history is uh-huh. something that I just do not care about. <laughs> yeah, I, it makes uh, me feel kind of like bad as a gamer. It's a shooter, though, and it appeals to a big audience. I mean, a huge audience. It's made by Halo. Selling right every single year, and everyone everyone loved the Halo a few years ago. I mean, I, mean, I, I would have bought it if it was on PC. Like, the only reason I don't own it I, I, is because it's... Yeah, yeah I, I, it would be much more appealing on PC. I probably would have bought it or, like, would be planning to buy it if it was PC. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it, nail in the coffin for me just because it's on a console that I don't own. But, like... I'm sure that was also a deciding factor for a few also, people. Also, you know, I don't want to go out into my living room and like play stupid, embarrassing video <laughs> games in front of real human beings. I gotta, I gotta leave my room, you know, my computer, my desk, my uh, keyboard with coffee all over it. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable out there. I like mm. to be in here. I would only, I would only play Destiny if it was better with Connect, but since it's not, I just <laughs> have no interest in it. Mm, well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I played the beta, and I, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I, the beta seemed kind of bare bones for me, and mm. I don't know if I was willing to spend sixty dollars to get it on the Xbox One, and yeah. then get it and be like, oh, you know, it's like it's like another Brink story, you know. Like, I understand it's Bungie. I liked Halo. I, I grew up mm-hmm. with Halo. But Brink, I remember Brink coming out, and there's a couple other games that came out where on the f- it was going to be this great game oh all this co-op and blah blah and all of a sudden it's just wah, like wah, eh, wah. yeah not so good <laughs> and I, I i it wasn't a major day one purchase for me so i decided to wait plus you know uh smash brothers is coming out in a month i mean less than a month and oh, yeah. i would spend my money, money on that prepare because, your body yeah mm-hmm. i actually own the console that that one's on Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna so, get a 3ds XL just for just for Smash. Yeah, so am I actually. Damn, Smash. 
That's just, yeah. I can't even like comprehend the fact that like another Smash Brothers is going to be releasing in like a month. I know. It happens. I still it's remember just, playing like, on every a couch five to seven it. years. It's uh, it's so good. It, it's weird. It's Anyways, weird. um, <laughs> it, it, every a Smash happens every five to seven years, but in a few <laughs> in a few uh, seconds, the TOVG podcast will be happening again after these messages. Unexpected characters in one big brawl. Now that's a fight. Super Smash Brothers Melee. Only for Nintendo GameCube. Rated T fifteen. Hey guys, Alex here from That One Video Gamer and the Dex. Just letting you guys know about a few things. Firstly, That One Video Gamer runs a Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash thatonevideogamer. As of this weekend, we're updating it with new rewards and a lot more cool stuff for you guys to get in return for supporting us a little bit. So head over to patreon.com slash thatonevideogamer to check it out and stay tight, you guys. Hello and welcome back to the TOVG podcast. We are going around town and uh, kind of having a deja vu moment with a topic that was on last week's podcast as well. Uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Revelations 2 does exist. It's a thing that's happening, but... The re-re-remake. Um, oh, no, I, I kind of... I'm more excited about the re-remake now as opposed to the um, Revelations 2 because they have made the announcement that it will be an episodic release. Oh, there will be four of them, and uh, I don't uh, know exactly if we should get ourselves in a telltale mood and expect these things to trickle out over the course of like half a year, mm-hmm. which still kind of seems nitpicky because um, no one else makes games in half a year. But the idea is that they start the project ahead; they have all the assets done ahead of time. So I don't even know if Telltale churns out episodes as they go along or if they have them already prepared and just strategically release them after the whole thing's completed. I would not be surprised if it was the former uh, rather I, than I the latter. I don't know about now, but at least with The Walking Dead, it was uh, they were literally making it as they were going. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can see that happening with... Um, uh, the Wolf Among Us, which I recently played, because mm-hmm. the story like it's really weird suddenly um, halfway through when it happens right around the time they started pushing out uh, Walking Dead season two. Uh. Anyways, that's just uh, speculation and conspiracy. What is not is that <laughs> Revelations two is going to be an episodic release. There'll be four of them, and I don't know if. Uh, well, I guess I guess we'll see. I'm I'm a skeptical person, but I don't know if the Resident Evil formula really works that well for um, mm. episodic releases because the idea behind buying an episodic release again and again and again is that there is a um, kind of a consistent story escalation. Yeah, the story escalates, the the game design escalates. It stays interesting, and the stakes get higher. But Resident mm. Evil games always have that like uh, a really long droll towards like the the second half of the second act into the second half of the third act mm. where you find a, a underground base and all of a sudden the enemies get a lot more over the top less classical horror theme and uh the, becomes the c- gamey I, sure i want to stop using that word though like a commenter said something about it i'm sleepy i can't remember it but they made me want to want to change my ways 
I don't know. But, the, the story being that good? I mean, it works with Telltale <laughs> games because the story is good, but I, that's I just... Why, I don't that's see, why I'm worried. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. I, um, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, see I don't know. the exciting cliffhanger conclusions of a Resident <laughs> Evil story making me care over the course of four episodes. Like, you usually play Resident Evil for the, uh... The cheese of it there. Mm. I, I, maybe it's just because I'm used to seeing them all as one complete experience. And granted, like Revelations 1 actually was broken up into episodes as it went through. But you don't really play Resident Evils for uh, for reasons that games typically are split <laughs> into stories. And that doesn't even happen that often to begin with. Like Telltale's really the only studio that has managed to get away with that all these years. Everyone else was like, no, way back in like 2004 or 5. And Telltale right. was like, no. And now Capcom <laughs> is like, no. <laughs> it's a great uh it's a great analogy of what the uh what the game is everyone going through just right sitting now. in a room saying no <laughs> no no louder no i'm gonna person. do this stupid thing and it's gonna be fine and the other person will be like no we already tried that and they'll be like no you just didn't do it right um, i like it better without all the other words though it's just, <laughs> it's just no just more concise that way no <laughs> are you guys excited to play as barry again I don't know who Barry is. Barry was a hilarious um, secondary character in Resident Evil 1 who mm-hmm. only showed up as cameos through most of the series, except when he was playable in the uh, the Game Boy Color Resident Evil Gaiden game. Oh, that's my favorite. They it's, are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, the they're, series, they're, they're, they're digging him up. This Might is, even um, say the bottom of the Barry. <laughs> that, was, that was like a solid three out of ten. I believe Barry actually was the uh, the character who delivers the famous um, lockpicking master line, master yeah. of lockpicking. Jill, that's Barry. That one, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure some fans will like call me on that if I'm wrong, but I remember that. <laughs> I remember that being Barry. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to call you out on it. So I like this um, this quote from uh, one of the game developers who is uh, doing the quotes for for the reports. His name is. Mi- oh, actually, you want me to Lee, take this one? No, Lee, you're good at this. I've seen your videos. You can say this uh, this word. Are you looking at the document? Yeah. All right. Mijitiru right, Okabe. Oh, oh come on, come on, deeper and slower. Mijitiru <laughs> Okabe. Oh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> okay, that guy. He uh, <laughs> he um said that uh he's going to uh want this game to be both a game that doesn't lose what made its predecessors great while also bringing something new and exciting to the Resident Evil series. And then he goes on to say, achieving that lofty goal by bringing together past and future will make this an itchy, tasty prospect indeed. Itchy, tasty. <laughs> itchy, tasty prospect indeed. Oh, God, you love it. Like, you know that's not what what he intended to say. <laughs> Definitely that's what not. they translated him to say. Yeah. It's a tasty it's is a terrible sounding thing. <laughs> that, that sounds um. Uh, that I, sounds like you're trying to eat like a grilled sounds like cactus. a fetish. <laughs> sounds like something you got to be into, not something you can just enjoy innocently. Yeah, it's like you would use itchy tasty to describe like a a finely cooked hairball. Mm, yeah, you're right. Like like a hairball wow. covered in Dorito powder. I said finely cooked. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, the image in my mind. It's, yeah, I mean, it's itchy and tasty. I guess, I guess the Dorito powder brings it closer to the games industry, though. All right, speaking of the games industry, <laughs> finally scraping the bottom of the berry for for segues. Speaking of the game industry. <laughs> Did you guys hear the news? Microsoft <laughs> is rumored to be buying Mojang for $2 billion. I did hear the what? rumored news. The rumored <laughs> news. This is uh, coming from a lot of the same sources that reported the Google Twitch buyout that right. didn't actually end up happening. Right, um, because it was a completely different so, company. So what you're saying is that Sony is buying Mojang. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> what, what, what it's going to be like completely different. Facebook or, or someone yeah. <laughs> like completely irrelevant. What if it's, what if it's Mad Cat? I don't what know. If, what if it's also Amazon? <laughs> what if there's somebody at these a gaming strategy? So I mean, I think Amazon would guy, make more sense than Microsoft. But what if there's a the guy oyster? at Amazon whose sole job is to leak that other companies are doing what Amazon <laughs> is doing just to get the reaction, and then they go along with their plans? Uh, maybe. I, I, it sounds pretty far fetched, but um, it's a lot of the same sources who are reporting the last far fetched buyout that everyone was worried about, which was uh, Google and Twitch. It's The Verge, Variety, and Wall Street Journal all mm -hmm. um, are breaking this news around the same time. And I guess uh, since it's less. When, when Google and Twitch were being rumored to get bought out, it was basically that story was concentrated on Variety for like a day before the Wall right. Street Journal came out and said the same thing. But mm -hmm. now. It seems like it, this has a little more momentum because other sites are uh, posting it as well. Uh -huh. But it's still freaking weird. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, weird thing to think about. I don't know. I mean, like, like Minecraft, uh, obviously, after PC, which is, of course, the primary platform for Minecraft. But it's on everything. Thing, right. But it's the on first Apple thing, products. <laughs> the first thing it went to, though, was 360. Like, mm -hmm. Minecraft went to Xbox pretty much before anything else. Like, I think, like, they were developing the the app, like, the Android and iOS app. That, that's but, like, one of the best-selling games yeah. on Xbox, is, yeah. is the gimpy Xbox version of Minecraft. Right. right, and it's, like, I think it's, like, second or third place in the development chain of, like, the updates that it gets. Like, PC Minecraft <laughs> but has, it like, has split so screen. much shit in it. And, like, Don't you want split-screen? <laughs> but, like, Xbox Minecraft is, like, still getting, like, like oh... You can get horses now, and it's like fucking been doing that on PC for like yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, get with the times. Like I don't know, I, I'm just saying like Xbox is like the next in line of like top selling Minecraft things. Obviously PC being first, but I, I would assume that Xbox is next in line. So maybe this is kind of like a play for Microsoft to just acquire Mojang, and if there's like a Minecraft two or like a paid expansion of sorts. They can like capitalize and just limit it to their own systems. I don't know. Mm. I don't even I mean, know if Minecraft Two is like even a, uh, a responsibly yeah. imaginable idea. Yeah, because Minecraft, like the very premise of it, is um, you know endless creativity. So uh, how do you I, like undermine that entire idea by um, iterating on it? I, how do you undermine that? I I would I would be weary about <laughs> like shut up, Jimmy. Oh my god, <laughs> you said it. I, yeah, I would, but I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> so, sorry, Matt, you're trying to it's talk not, here. No, but no, Jimmy's like, okay. <laughs> my name is Jimmy. <laughs> I, I, I would be skeptical of like buying Mojang. I mean, it, it's only Minecraft, right? Like, it's like, oh, then it's, it's only Minecraft. Every, no, it's huge. Everyone have it. It's like back then with the Wii. Like, doesn't everyone have a Wii? The Wii just kept selling over and over again. But I think because Minecraft has 
move to, for instance, it just released on Xbox One uh, September 4th. It's going to sell a lot. Is um, it a Gimby mm-hmm. Xbox One whoever version? Whoever has Xbox Ones. Um, yeah, right. the Gimby X One. Yeah, well, some people, there, there's consumers out there that are just like, oh, I don't want a PC. You know, it's cheaper just to get an Xbox or PS4 or whatever and just, you know, sit there and everything just works. Which, you know, uh-huh. has some merit to it. But I because Mojang has... Uh, Minecraft in schools now and all all those yeah. places I feel like they're probably still going to make money for a very long time unless it just all of a sudden falls off the map which I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because Minecraft has lasted how many years now? Yeah I mean they're, they're if your game is still selling shirts at Hot Topic it's probably still relevant yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in fact I think the biggest problem it has right now is Hot that topic. I honestly can't imagine it generating two more billion dollars of revenue to make mm. up for the cost of someone buying it for two billion dollars like that's that's a lot know, man. but see <laughs> that, the, that could the make thing a here, dent in the national debt the thing here is though that they're buying they're buying Mojang not Minecraft right they're buying the company yeah uh, yeah so, I mean, there have been a few games released by Mojang that none of them have been, like, you know, exceptionally groundbreaking. Right. Like, uh, scrolls. no pun intended. But, like, yeah, Scrolls. Uh, <laughs> they released the one. Uh, like, was it, I think it was called Project Cobalt or just yeah. Cobalt. Yeah. It was yeah. like a, like a running gun Cobalt. game. So with the slow like, they, they released some stuff and they have the capability, they have a team, they have the money to make another game. Just imagine front page ads all over Xbox One and Xbox 360 like the uh, all over Xbox Live, I mean, that just say from the makers of Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, it's just like I'm sure you can sell, you know, X million copies just off of like that tagline. That, that may be why Destiny is selling so well. Yeah, exactly. It has I mean, from the makers of Halo on the box. Right, and I mean that. I think that also just lets us know that there is enough millions of dollars going into it because it's by people who have made like millions of dollars but well, I don't know. Now it's billions. And Ooh, it doesn't matter if like the game is any good. Dollars. If the game Hopefully. if the game is garbage it doesn't really matter because I mean you see watchdogs, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, can, you can just market it to success. Yeah. The thing is though, I, I can't see Mojang making a garbage game even if they get bought out. Like I think they'll like I'm they, I, they're I don't know a about startup that, I, I that feel, was based off of like making games. I feel like, I don't know. I I have no doubt in my mind that if this goes through, Notch is out. Like he may do the whole transitional phase. <laughs> thing, just but like see you guys. He'll be, he'll be gone. <laughs> see like, you later, fuckers. <laughs> I got I, two billion. Like, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this could be very much like a rare situation where the talent that was there making those special games will just leave because I could see that. Yeah, like the culture will just change. I mean, the culture definitely has changed. Like, yeah, it's you'll get a different response asking ten different people uh, if Notch and Mojang are indies. Yeah, yeah. Because like some people don't even consider them as indie developers anymore because they're they're big, which doesn't necessarily mean they're not indie, but like it changes people's perception of it by a lot. So especially now that there there's talk about them selling out. Yeah. <laughs> Way to way to stomp on the dream, Notch. Yeah. Assuming <laughs> that this out. is not a horrible no, untrue rumor, of course. I mean, it could be com- it could be completely untrue. It could be yeah. just the fact know. that they've been completely silent about it. Mm. 
leads me. Oh, it, I, I think something's going on because that is yeah. unlike him. Like, remember when yeah. when Facebook bought Oculus and Notch? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he just an, an out. hour yeah. later, he went on a like Twitter tirade. Yeah. about how they were stomping on the dream of an independent <laughs> future with VR. Like, that's this seems selling out to Microsoft for two billion dollars seems uncharacteristic, even for Notch, especially uh, for Notch. I think. I don't know. I think if I if I was to like look at it from the perspective of Notch that I don't have, um, what like what would be the harm in selling off Mojang and like all all of the like art people there, like like the people like you know Notch, gents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, what if they just like left and formed new indie company with the, their the harm- their cut? Would be having to sign in through some kind. Oh, hello. Having to <laughs> sign in through some kind of Microsoft bullshit when logging into your old Minecraft account. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess. I, I don't I'd know. hate games I'd hate for Windows Live. You gotta okay, log well, in. We don't my, speak oh, of that. They, they want to. They want <laughs> like even they no longer have any faith in it. They're they're chopping it down. <laughs> um, did you guys know that Warner Brothers is uh, making a Minecraft movie? Really? Whoa. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that, and this sounds like a great transition. Please tell me if it's live action. It's live action, isn't it? Uh, no one knows yet, but people do know that Warner Brothers is thinking <laughs> about making a digital sales platform that may or may not compete with Steam. At first I was like, wow, that was a pretty like tame segue, but that segue was a setup for another segue. God damn it, George. Last month, Warner Brothers filed a series of trademarks for WB Play. Filings for trademarks included goods and services listed as online retail store services, audio and visual broadcasting services, and my favorite, entertainment service. Great. So uh, they filed some trademarks to uh, market services, services of which include downloadable virtual goods, downloadable electronic strategy and instructional guides for computer video games, computer game software, video game software, audio and video recordings in the fields of computer video games, (gasps) downloadable multimedia files, container artwork, text, audio, visual games and Internet web links relating to computer and video. So I just want to say, yeah, I just want to say, yeah. Uh, let me let me read back through that. And let Did me you forget it. what you wanted to say? Electronic strategy and instructional guides for computer and video games. That's called fucking Google.com. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I physical also, guides. I can see have a collector's value to them. You know but, what? What people hate is uh, alternatives and competitors to Steam. Yeah. Hey, I was, hey, I was just about to say. You know what? The oh, yeah. last thing I want is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They have to sign into something else. Uh, yet Steam. another thing. Yeah. Steam, yeah. Origin. You I, guys I have ever Steam, heard of... Origin, and Battle.net. I really don't want another one. Yeah, what, what was... There's another Social one. Club, Uplay. Uh, Uplay. Origin. Uplay is well, one of okay, the worst, my... man. Uplay is, is like... Oh, <sighs> G, G-Face. Remember talking about that and never actually experiencing it? That's that's Crytex. <laughs> I've never even or, heard of that, No. Uh, I, I had another I, one for a little bit called Desera or Desera. Yeah, Desera. They they have a lot of weird indie games mm-hmm. that they're <laughs> like they used to be the Steam alternative for weird indie games. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and now Steam is the Steam alternative for weird <laughs> indie games. Yeah, as we play Goat Simulator and Five Nights at Freddy's and whatever uh, the hell else. Not even like Air um, Control. Like right now, they release some like MS Paint drawn gender bender dating simulator. It's it's getting wacky. <laughs> it's getting wacky, you guys. Uh so um, what 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 do we think here? They already have uh, elements for WD 
yeah, graphical uh, design elements for W W B Play, which I is almost, a uh, stupid name. Definitely W yeah. W B Play. That sounds like a, you're asking someone a question. Hey W B Play. <laughs> the only thing, the mm-hmm. only thing that I can see positive coming out of this is that every time you log on to any game <laughs> to start it up, the first thing that happens it goes. I was thinking every time you logged out, it'd be like that's all. And there's a new character skinned to whatever like game you're playing. Like, mm-hmm. It's like it's like Aragorn. <laughs> it's a jacket from Hotline Miami with a pig mask on. Oh hey, <laughs> speaking of um, Hotline Miami's, uh, Payday Two announced they're gonna have Hotline Miami themed DLC. Dude, have, have you guys played that game? Payday. Payday. No, I'm, I'm sure. I actually yeah. was gonna talk about it at the beginning. It is such oh, really? a good game. Really, like, I, I enjoyed. It was long, long ago. I was playing it when it first came I out. I was I kind of having kind of fun. I was kind of apprehensive about getting into it because it did seem like a, you know, sort of lo- low tier shooty gun kind shooter. Of yeah, but <laughs> uh, some grindy. of my friends and I got into it, and I haven't played a game in that in such a long time that made me as feel that made me feel as much of a, as as big a badass as that game <laughs> does. Like it is so, and uh, it makes you feel so powerful. Damn. One, one of one of the reasons why is uh, the incredible amount of enemies they throw at you, the uh, yeah. the rollicking techno music in the background, and the um, kind of impervious struggle that you always seem to win on top of at the last possible minute, which is like Hotline Miami. I think this right. is a great combination. I think it's like a cool idea for a crossover. I've never played Payday, mostly because it's, of it's the fact kind that of I, like. Ooh, sorry, I. I it's like this dumb aesthetic thing that I do with a lot of games where I see it and I like have this like, oh, that must be this. And that's just what I think about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I just like all I see when I look at Payday 2, like the cover is like, oh, that's the opening to the Dark Knight. And then like, yeah, I've never thought another thought about I Payday mean, since. You're, you're not wrong. You're, like the game. Has, oh, sorry. Uh, I was literally just going to say you're not wrong. Well, the the game has some really interesting um, kind of social stealth play elements that uh, Uh you can do if you have friends who know what they're doing. But when when you don't, it's just uh, kind of a solid zombie horde mode shooter, except the zombies are cops. Mm. But uh, it has a great techno thumping boopity boppity soundtrack that um, God, I I would just love hearing... Hotline Miami music while playing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it it has a rhythm to it that, uh, yeah, that matches love... up well. It has an, an aesthetic and an emotional core that matches kind of well with Hotline. Yeah, I could see them being together. I like I, I hadn't heard about it until just now, and I think that's oh, a really yeah. great combination. Well, well, it happened so. a couple hours ago, and, and a yeah. couple hours ago they didn't divulge any details. Just one of those super cheesy payday live action teaser trailer yeah. type <laughs> movies. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess the masks and the the Russians and the jacketists are uh, are a given. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll add some kind of weird melee system or like ump up the damage values to one hit kills and try to. Um, I would really like to see someone try to tackle Hotline Miami gameplay from the first person. That would be nuts. It would be fun. Bloody. And I would definitely buy it. Buy it. Definitely. Bly it, it, would, it, it would be real fast and twitchy. <laughs> hey, uh, last week I was talking about a um, super duper fast first person shooter with, with zippy little enemies that die quickly. And that uh, mm. 
Seems like a solid uh, set of mechanics to try to transmute into first person that might be able to take one step towards an awesome game that doesn't exist that I think should exist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Might be might be neat. Might, might, might be cool. Hmm. On the forums, Khalid Usain, I hope I'm saying that right, wants to Seems talk about, about right. the increasing fragmentation of products. The, uh, the the technological dissolution of selling music albums to individual tracks of new movie and game IPs planned as trilogies of TV series episodes sold one by one rather than viewed sequentially as a season. Mm. Uh, that seems like, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I really worry sometimes about the materialism associated with my dorky video game hobby. Mm. And I feel like this kind of ties into it. Like, you ever, uh, maybe I'm a horrible judgmental person, but you guys ever go hang out with your gaming friends at their house and see that they have, like, a wall of, of stuff and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Or is that just like, me? Is that just like, me? Like, when you're, you're around in their living room and you see that they have, like, the Wii Zapper and, like, the, the sword and shield, like, plug in for the Wiimote <laughs> and, like, the crossbow plug-in and you're like you didn't need any of that yeah <laughs> i, I am that person i'm I, sorry <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you're not a bad person it's just uh some intrusive thoughts person it, 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 I, okay i actually I'll, I'll, i actually <laughs> like that i i i really want to start collecting like that's no, really have a box uh, like you don't what? see it when you're here you don't see it like i have a bunch of old <laughs> systems in a box there's a ton of I, them i, I like just can't put them two? up anywhere and and I'm fine with two. I don't I I don't know. I just um don't like accumulating stuff, which is what this topic goes into. Like it's a way of it's commodification. It's a way of splintering stuff off into smaller bits of stuff so you can fill your uh the proverbial wall in your life with more mm. materialistic, shallow consumer stuff that doesn't mean anything in the long run. Just placate some kind of short-term desire for purpose and fulfillment in your life because or... you get none from the real people around you. You're not a bad person, though. I feel like I feel like in my head I watched like a very well animated version of that with with Lee and Matt sitting in the corner as like George towered over them saying that. I just want to collect George, I think you put way, I think you put way more thought into that than I have because I bought it because it's like, oh, that's cool. I think that yeah, yeah. I don't know. I depending on depending on the thing, like I I, we're kind of talking peripherals right now, but depending on the thing, I don't mind (laughs) the fragmentation in a sense. Like I mean, I freaking I do a show about Pokemon. It's like a new game every year. That's like kind of pretty <laughs> the much the same concept. game but like the core I don't know, of Pokemon, I enjoy it a lot. collect them all yeah I mean well I mean that's within the game that's like that just keeps you playing for a long ass time which I guess is another bad thing b- I don't know be accused of thinking too hard about it to come to that conclusion <laughs> yeah I mean that's literally the catchphrase yeah. um I don't know like I guess just being a Nintendo fan in general, you kind of get into that groove of if you like a series, you're just buying all of the shit that they put out with that series. Like, I mean, I own like a million Zelda things and I I don't know. Like, I don't mind the fragmentation, I guess, as long as it doesn't get to a point where like every game is being sold as like, you bought the tutorial. If you want to buy the rest of the game. Yeah, fuck that noise. Oh, God. That's that's interesting because I'm apparently the person that is the problem here. But I completely I'm not disagree. Saying it's I, a problem. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's let's uh say like, say your piece because I said my piece. Like, well, about like fragmentation. I don't want 
things to be fragmented. Like, I guess, <coughs> you know, selling music as individual tracks, you know, that's whatever. I think the best experience is listening to the whole album. Mm. But people, frankly, aren't going to do that. But I think stuff like movies and games being planned as trilogies from the beginning is the worst idea. Because mm. yeah, what? That. Remember Advent Rising? <laughs> no. The, exactly. Technology. Yeah. Like that was gonna be like a huge trilogy franchise, and the first one bombed, and they didn't get to sell their whole story. It uh, kind like, of undervalues the quality of each installment when you already know you have to uh, prepare for a next installment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I'm looking at it from like a different sense yeah. of fragmentation. As as far as trilogies go, I do agree because like I would have liked to see The Hobbit as like a movie. I know that that's like kind of not possible with fitting in all the stuff that they fit in, but like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, and, they, and they I don't have. entirely disisagree with your materialistic like view on that. Like the, I, 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 I your, read, your views on the materialistic side. I, right. I read Capital in college, and ever since then, it kind of uh, instilled a little little bit of value. It's just if I end up with a pile of 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 fragments in my house, I feel like when I look at them, I'm not going to see what they uh like represent culturally i'm just gonna see a little pile of money that could have spent on a uh exciting vacation to some exotic land or uh but 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 that's that you know that's only for a moment practical a vacation is only for a moment but a game a statue (laughs) you can look at it anytime right yeah i mean (laughs) i could look at a statue on my wall anytime or i don't know like go to what's some terrible i could go on a mountain biking trip in south africa and uh i think that just comes down to like the type of person you are yeah what what kind of shallow materialistic desires you value over others (laughs) uh it's getting ruthless up in here no it's fine it's fine it's cool i'm not saying it's it's bad i'm not saying it's it's uh evil <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm not saying that you're the worst scum of a human being. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm just implying um, it. I'm just I'm just uh a little more uh frugal is all. Yeah, I guess I never really put thought into the idea of, of fragmentation <clears throat> of games but or like su- of entertainment it, media. It it sucks being looking at this from the standpoint of someone wanting to be frugal because there is a consumerist slant to it which the great example would be um fragmenting albums up into music tracks because before itunes came out like that was always the gimmick that was always how they (laughs) ran you dry an album would be like two songs you actually wanted to listen to and then six others you don't care about yeah and then so now you you can break free of those chains of a capitalist depression songs you want to listen to and six songs you've never heard of that are amazing. Mm. Yeah, usually they weren't, though. <laughs> yeah, usually. Depends it's... on the band. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... Remember Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember that they covered a Michael Jackson song. I, I bought that CD. That was oh, the only song I listened to because all the others were, like, garbage. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so I am think I. all the songs were garbage, George. Damn, I, I like fired. that Michael Jackson one though. It's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, I like the Michael yeah. Jackson version of that Michael Jackson song. I know. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. It's <laughs> it's it was just a cool cover, you know. No, he's wrong. Smooth Criminal <laughs> by Alien Ant Farm. I'm kidding. Uh, it had a CD of eleven other songs no one cared about. 
No one was remembers. there 11 songs on the album? I don't remember how many there were because I literally don't remember any other of them. I just remember the disc lying on my shelf and me as like a 7th grader, 12 years old, playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with that music on loop over and over again. I was like, what do I do with the rest of the resources of the world that have been put into those songs, the, the space in my brain that it was taken up by listening to those songs? <laughs> wow, you're salty about this. <laughs> I, actually, that makes me wonder. Did uh, did CKY ever have any other songs aside from '96 Quite Bitter Beings? I've always wondered that. I don't know if I um, was into that one. You know, uh, well, okay. Now all how, I can, how, all how I can think of Smooth go? Criminal. Because um, now I gotta remember my like skater punk seventh grade oh, it, new metal it's phase. It's the one that you'll never get out of your head. It's the da 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 I remember that uh, song. If they had an album, I probably would have bought it because of that song. It was no, just I don't know that if they song had an album. And, and six other songs you don't care about. <laughs> if it was just that song <laughs> and the Alienette Farm song, I would have paid full price for that. Now that's what I call <laughs> two songs that you liked from Tony Hawk. Oddies, yeah, <laughs> one hit wonders from from after two thousand before two thousand four. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, I think we're uh, starting to uh, wring ourselves dry here. <laughs> All right. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What do you think? We're starting we're to uh, scrape the bottom of the berry over here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Woo. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Lee, where can people find yes. your stuff? Uh, you can find my little obscure corner of the internet at youtube.com slash tefirst, T-E-H-F-U-R-S-T. I'm also that on Twitter and everything else, mm-hmm. because first was taken on everything. Right. And <laughs> you weren't the first to take the first. Hey, it's, it's, it's okay. At least you're not first gamer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it probably would have been better than te, because te... Well, like, okay. It kind of, yeah, kind of implies I don't really know point. what I'm doing. <laughs> First gamer, more like worst game. I, I can't. No, I can't because I picture like a bratwurst because that's how it's spelled with the U. So I just picture something that makes me hungry. I mean, if you called him a bratwurst, you'd still be roasting him. Oh, question mark. Industry so fast. Uh, I do. I yeah. do want to say thank you for bringing me on. I oh, yeah, like all you fun. guys. It was fun. No, man, we'll 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 have you on another one. Oh, because, thank you. Because because we like you. We're yeah, always yeah, in yeah. need <laughs> of of fun folks, fun folks on the cast on the fun cast. I was gonna come up with like a really like clever reason, and I was like, I don't need a fucking reason. <laughs> so have you on again? We had Matt on like three times already. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought, I I thought it like was just him. you filling a spot. <laughs> I didn't think you guys liked me at all, actually. You know? I don't. We, we, it was yeah, actually no, just filling yeah. a spot. Um, I figured we just, we much, just need. You know? I'm just. I'm just a dive uh, kind of kind of target dummy. <laughs> the dive kick, kicking bag. I, yeah, I was gonna say I'd call you a punching bag, but yeah. don't do that in that game. Hmm. Anyway, so we're not actually being serious assholes right here. <laughs> if anybody is missing the sarcasm. <laughs> um. um what about what about Matt? In case anybody doesn't know where Matt's <coughs> well, vid- yeah, vid- yeah. videos are, you're here with us all the time. But slash Matt Visual. 
Mm, yeah. Shit. Oh, yes. I, I, I want like that voice I to just that. give me food. <laughs> yeah. I Here, can, can I redo mine in a voice Go like yes, that? Yes, yes, let's, let's do it. YouTube.com slash T-E-H-F-U-R-S-T. Oh, my Damn. God. Go there. Like, comment, subscribe. I do Smash Brothers videos. Can I get you to read stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just like after the show? Can we just like go to a fan fiction forum and, and get Lee to read stuff? I'm down. Yeah. Oh god, this is gonna be fun. Um, I'm down too. Well, in the meantime, guys, <laughs> listening to the podcast. I hope you have a pleasant weekend. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to rate us five stars on iTunes because that really does help. And us. make threads. Yeah. Make threads. Make lots we'll of read threads. Them. We, we talked a lot about PT and nonsense today, so we didn't get to read all the threads we had lined up. But next I, I week we will. I apologize for being awake for the past 36 hours. <laughs> it's okay. Go sleep for like <sighs> 20, and then oh. we'll, we'll even it out. Before but you go, only, you should probably yeah, mention yeah. that the site is back. Oh, oh yeah, that's did, right. See, How did Lee, we, this uh, is why we keep Lee around. He's on top of when, it. When you're awake for 36 hours, everything starts to seem older than it actually is, because you've just been through so much. <laughs> You know, anyone else? Shit. Anyone else? I, no, I, I, I totally I get, get what you're saying. You've, yeah. you've seen some shit. Yeah. I've seen uh, some shit. <laughs> yeah, TOVG, TOVG.com, or well, that one videogamer.com is back fully operational. It is the Death Star of its age. <laughs> our, um, our podcast links make sense now. <laughs> yeah. You don't got to dig for them anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're out there, ready for, uh, ready for your love. Yeah, so um, if anybody is looking to get their their things, their videos, or cool stuff featured on the front page of TOVG, uh, we do have our submissions thread that's always up, and we are reading through it. So if you got some cool stuff to share and you think uh, our people that follow us would like it, go ahead and hit up the submissions forum. I'm Stick hanging out there every now and then. Stick your thing on our I thing. Am. I'm going to go Elegantly there and put. pour myself out. <laughs> bye everybody. Okay, bye. for real now. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Have bye. have a good week. Bye. Bye.
let's plan it out so we get the same sort of benefits. I'm sure that's what they were thinking. Um, Jimmy, I have uh, bad news. Don't. Okay. I accidentally closed <gasps> out of the stopwatch. You're an asshole, George. <laughs> so, 